let's be frank. Let's be really, really frank and upfront here, yeah? Love makes us crazy. Love makes us insane. It pushes us to do things we wouldn't otherwise do. It pushes us to try new things. It makes us go into new levels, right? Um, so yeah, my friend and I were discussing this and she opened up a link. She sent it to me so I can discuss it on the podcast of like a couple of people saying some crazy things they've done for love. You know, like what's the craziest thing you've done for somebody you loved? Um, what's the craziest thing you've done for somebody you weren't dating? What's the craziest thing you've done for somebody who was playing you, fee idiots, you know, and all of that. As well as, you know, just coming off of that, what's the difference between somebody you have a genuine connection with, somebody you love, and somebody you're in love with, which also boils, brings me down to the next thing, which is intimacy. What is that? Let's find out after we roll the intro. So my best friend and I were talking about how like we've all done some wild things for people who we were not yet official with, you know, like not yet in a relationship with or dating. Like we've gone above and beyond sometimes even based off of just feeling a genuine connection. My thing was that's not a problem, you know, for her. she We, we both agree that, you know, that's not a problem. What we were like saying is like, it's funny how we'll do that, like for that one person that like you know those special people you meet but then sometimes when you're in a relationship you don't do those things you know so we decided you know let's look for like some twitter responses and just like die so i told her yo i should talk about this on a podcast when you find the correct like twitter things shoot them my way and i'll just like run them down on the podcast and talk about them and we'll see what people think you know so like think about it yeah what are like some wild things you've done for somebody you're not dating yeah like you're not together y'all are not dating y'all are not there's nothing yeah it, it, there's it's literally just like vibes like y'all are talking or trying to see whatever or you even just saw this person and now you're doing the most for them you know so <laughs> we asked we found one sorry not we asked we found one that was literally women talking about the stuff they've done for men they weren't dating so i'll go down the list for the women and then we'll do the one for the men yeah and then just compare notes so there's this lady that says i paid his bills in his house even when he was ghosting me for two weeks at a time this went on for five let me tell you honey for five months you're paying bills for a man who you're not dating i mean i get it either he he was giving you some really good dick or he was literally like somebody you could see yourself with. Now, here's why for me, I believe going above and beyond is not a problem, even for somebody you're dating. Yes, there's boundaries and there's a way to do it within reason. But like at the same time, it's not wrong to do stuff for someone. And this is why my like my parents, uh, my parents do marriage counseling and relationship counseling for anyone out there who might need it. Hit me up. I'll connect you. And um. There was a time we're sitting down, you know, my mom, my sister, some friends of some friends of ours and having a conversation about like relationships. And my mom was saying, I don't get why in this modern day and age, people basically in quote in new lingo tweak up over they get all tripped up over the smallest things. And that's the reason people end out of relationships. It's because there's no love today. People are getting into relationships for transactional benefits, for this guy can take care of me for this girl is looking good. She's going to make me look good. Like people have forgotten the basis of real love, you know? So like, that's why people find it crazy to do some, to like go above and beyond and out of your way for somebody you're not dating, you know, like people find it really, really, really crazy and wild. So it's like, why did I catch myself doing that? Like a girl will go sit down with her friends and be like, guys, I clowned. I was such a fool, you know? No, you weren't a fool. Your heart was speaking. You know, you were going out of your way to try win a man. There's nothing wrong with that. The same way a man would try to win you. 
Which is why for me, I believe in a very old concept of love. I believe when you want somebody and you're interested in them, go above and beyond for them. Don't, yeah, hold your cards back a little bit, but do it. Like, when I hear the stories of how some of our parents met, I'm like, yo, that was wild, man. Like, people be people be going miles to see somebody. These days, you ask a shorty on a date, she's like, are you going to pay for my fare? Like, what? If you can't get yourself to a date, how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to know you're okay in life? You know, like, get yourself there, you know, get yourself home. I'm asking you out. Yeah, cool. Like back then I hear the way people would even be like my, my parents, my aunts, my uncles, family, friends, you know, they tell us, yo, you know, my, my, like my first few dates, like my, my mom's best friend, my aunt, uh, one of my aunts, she always tells me, you know, like your uncle used to call me out for lunch and be like, I am meet me here at this time. We'll go and have, um, fries and snow cream, you know? And I'm like, that's so cute. Like these guys would literally go out and not break their bank and have such a great time and go home. And it's like, okay. And then she's like, there's a time I took your uncle for like this drive through movie. Like it was so cool. And I'm like, you took a man out, you know, that would not stand today. Like today that would be like the female society would come for you. Like literally they would be like, you are spending money on a man, honey, a man is supposed to spend money on you. We don't spend money on men, you know, like it's so wrong, but like, Hey, you know what? If y'all work with that and it makes y'all get your, your peoples, um, who am I to judge? (laughs) Okay. So there's this lady who says I bought my own engagement ring. He was cheating the whole time, found out a month into the relationship still got married and found out a month into the marriage he was still cheating yo one thing that doesn't float with me is repetitive cheating let me say let me let me give a reason to why i say repetitive cheating repetitive cheating for me is like yeah you know the first time you can kind of talk it over and be like why did you do this what was i not giving you that put you into a place where you felt you had to go get it from someone else and then you can work on it. But when you keep going back to the same damn crime, the same damn sin, now see that's that's where we have a problem. But also though, baby girl, first cheating during the engagement and you you wrote it off, fine, cool. Cheating again in a month into the marriage, I'd be I, I'd, I'd want to know if it was the same damn shorty. Like I want to know. I'm curious. Okay, so this girl says he loved football, surprised him with gear and 10th row tickets to see his football team. Just for him to tell me we can't go because I don't look good enough to be out with him. But it's the thought that counts. Okay. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, I'm all about male empowerment and all of that. But this is some disrespect, honestly, bro. Like, my guy told her, hey. My guy literally told her, I, I can't be seen in public with you. Like, honey, you're, you're not the public figure I want to be seen with. Like, if I take you out. People going to be talking trash about me. (laughs) Yo, my ladies, if a guy ever tells you that he can't be seen in public with you or like something to that effect, please, 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 for the love of God, even to my young kings, if a woman tells you that, but they still drop the, but you know, I really do love you at the end of it. Let me tell you something. That person does not love you. That person is using you for other things. Walk away. Walk away, my brother. I even had to go to the British ghetto slang. You know what I'm saying? Walk away. Treat yourself right. Make sure the person you're with is happy to be with you, be seen with you, to stand by you, to stand for you. Love is love. There's no boundaries to, oh, you know, I love you in the house. I can't love you in public. So, yeah. Um, hey, that one, that one. Hey, <laughs> you're not good enough for me to be seen in public. Bruh, yeah, tell the guy then, okay, cool. I right, let me take my best friend. If you're a shorty, I'd be like, let me take my best friend. You know, see, see the reaction then, you know. So, hey, that's wild. Bought him some Nike Vapor Maxes for Christmas because he told me he has never gotten anything for Christmas. Only for him to buy the same shoes for his girlfriend that I didn't know about. And they took matching pictures together and he uploaded the pictures on IG. Hashtag relationship goals. Okay. Harry Potter and the audacity of this man. Whoa. Like this shorty, hey, 
So for those that don't know, like authentic Nike shoes are are not that affordable for like anyone outside of the American and European economy. Like base charge for like authentic Nike shoes is like in the hundred dollar to like thousand dollar range. Convert that to Kenyan shillings, you're looking at spending about thirteen thousand on a pair of like and this is like the lowest price of for shoes, you know, like thirteen bands. But like for like the highest quality pair of shoes, you're looking at spending 250k, 300k on shoes. Now, for someone within the economy, like the American and the European economy, that makes sense because you're technically getting paid between 12 and $25 an hour on a good job and between 8 and $15 an hour on a regular job. And you're working about, let's say, 40 to 60 hour weeks. So you can technically use your paycheck to like buy some shoes or get your, you know, like get, get use some of your racks to buy some shoes. It makes sense. However, for somebody who's making that literally the $300 in a month, uh, buying a pair, uh, buying an authentic pair of Nike shoes can be tough unless you have like other sources of income. Nike is a designer brand. Like, let me tell you, Nike is a top notch designer brand. So, yeah, I, I feel I feel her pain, man. Shorty and, and the Air Maxes, dang, Shorty probably spent like and these, this is a 2022 tweet, guys. So she probably spent like a $500, $600 check on that. Only for this guy to go out and say, ha, ha. Hey, man, man, you're embarrassing me. You're embarrassing me, yo. Kept his son for him overnight so he could work. Only to one day be watching him while he was entertaining someone else. I took his son out for a quick dinner and saw him with another babe. I'm not even going to say much about that. But, like, man, quit the capping, bro. Like... If you're trying to go see somebody else, just like straight up be like, yo, you're not the only girl I'm seeing, you know, let her know. Look, you're not the only girl I'm seeing. Would you mind watching my kid tonight? I'm trying to go see somebody. I know that doesn't. Now, listen, listen, hear me out before you'll attack me. I know that sounds wild. Asking one person you're seeing to watch your kid so you can go on a date. I know it sounds wild. But here's the thing. If she agrees to do it, that woman really, really, really wants you. Like she's really, really, really into you. I, I would, I would lay that. I would hop on that real quick. I'd literally turn in, you know. Um, baby girl said signed a lease to an apartment for him to live in. Hey, man, baby girls are balling out here, man. Oh, okay, first of all, this is all Western treats. Let's just put it that way. But like, yo, baby girls are balling. What? Loaned him $25, which I still haven't gotten back, to get his mom a Valentine's Day gift. Then later on found out it was for his other potential. Still haven't gotten it back to date. Dang. Ooh. Bruh, you taking a loan from your, from your, like, one potential to, like get with another or make another potential happy that's just low man that's just like that's just lacking some self-respect like hey yo what crazy 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 have i i know somebody who's done this before and they've done it in my face and i called them out about it i was like yo hey bro did you really just call your shorty to ask your shorty to take your other shorty for money to sort your other shorty and my guy was like you know what she doesn't know at the end of the day won't hurt her i'm like oh God, that's so dumb because if you get caught in it, it's going to get so messy, one. And two, it's just like self-respect, bro. Like, take money out of something else in your budget to take the, make the babe happy, you know. She'll have your back, ride or die, you know. Shorty goes on to say, not the worst, but I still think about how I lied and pretended to like the Migos because I found out they were my crush's favorite. He came to me one time and I tried to impress him by playing the songs I had downloaded purposely for that moment. He looked me and said, you got good taste in music, bro. Let me tell you something about men. Now, here's something for me. Like, for me, um, yes, if I'm seeing you slash dating you, conf comfortably, comfortably, the word bro will come out a couple of times. That's because I feel at home with you. I feel safe with you. You know, like, you're at the end of the day, you're my main bro. You're my best friend. You're my girl. You're my woman, you're my pride, you're my queen, you're my goddess, you're my everything, you know, you're my world. 
So me saying bro should not demean you. But in this situation where it's somebody you're not dating <laughs> and you're trying to impress them and they're like, hey, you, 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 you fucks with me. He goes, okay, bro. It's like a, she's feeling a jab. She's feeling it in her heart. Like, hey, yo, my guy called me, bro. Okay, yo, this next one is wild. This next one is wild. Like, listen, guys, even in a relationship, I would not do this until it, a, a certain point in life. Like, we got to be married with four kids before I do this. Or, like, we got to have, like, I guess a blood oath. Let's call it a blood before. Hey, so. Saw this man. Went on a couple of dates. Got his name tatted on me. He said he can't get my name tatted because he's allergic to tattoo ink. Found out later he had a whole half piece on his back. Bruh. Red flag. Red flag. I do know there are people that are allergic to, ta- to like tattoo ink. I have some of those people in my family. But like, we, <laughs> yo, my guy literally hit her with the Uno reverse card. Like, nah, 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 I ain't getting your name. But thanks for getting my name, though. As well. Guys, don't get people's names tatted on you if y'all are not sure about, like, the relationship. If you're really, really, really not sure about the relationship, eh, don't get each other's names tatted. You're going to spend a lot of money getting it done, getting it taken off. I've had one taken off. It's not the best experience. Um, It's not the cheapest experience also. Um, And also getting cover-ups is really not that much fun. Ask anyone who has done like really detailed pieces, like name pieces and stuff. Getting cover-ups is messy because it's like they have to find a way to make the new design work with the old. Like you're putting the artist under pressure and you're also just going to go through a world of pain. Because they got to go over the old tattoo a couple of times to, like, break it down, loosen it up, and whatever. Why? All that just for a man? Or a woman? Okay. that's That that one was wild. But, hey, hey, hey. In college, I did the laundry for the guy I was so into. Yeah? For four years. Turns out he was using me just for his laundry. I became known as the laundry lady. Bruh, imagine knocking on your crush's door because you're going to do your laundry. Like, you're going to take your stuff to, like, the washers and all that. And you knock on your crush's door and he knows what time you pull up. Yeah. And he's just like, or you texted him in advance. He's just like telling the girl he's currently with. Oh, don't worry. It's just my laundry lady. And you're so into this man. You literally, you literally like, all in all, you literally, literally, literally play the part. That is wild. Big ups to this lady. I hope you got him at the end of the day. I hope she got him, though. <laughs> okay, so she's pissed. Bought him a fucking PS5 on pre-order. For those of you that know, pre-order was quite expensive. LMFAO and a whole set of games. Only to find out I was the one being played. Hey, listen, listen. Let me tell you something I've always said. For me personally, if a woman buys me a game console, my preferred game console is PlayStation. If a woman buys me a PS5, buys me my favorite games, buys me any form of technology that I'm into, like for me, it's photography and videography. So a drone, a camera, you know, like microphones for like this kind of shit. Ain't no way I'm going to treat you like trash. Trust me. Ain't no way. Like even if it doesn't work out in the sense of a relationship, you will always be somebody I hold near and dear to my heart because at the end of the day, you respected my hustle, my grind, my work enough to put your money into it, to bet on me. Also, PS5 story, you respected enough to for me, to, like you wanted a game, you wanted to do the whole thing together? Uh, baby girl, when are we getting married? <laughs> Yo. Hey. So I bought 20 plus albums to support his comeback and his hustle. My guy never made it past a thousand plays. Ooh, can't say much about that one. I mean, I know how that works, but like mm, buying albums though. Mm. Okay, so this one is like, (laughs) I'm laughing because I relate to this, yeah? I wore exclusively Vans around him so he doesn't feel short. 
doesn't sound too embarrassed doesn't sound too embarrassing now compared to what i'm reading but ladies this man was shorter than me and used to get pissed when i would wear heels for two years i wore vans around him my ladies do not dim your shine for a man do not dim your shine for a man if my guy has anger if he has what in this world is known as small dog syndrome short man syndrome let him be bro like baby girl let him be do not if you like wearing heels wear those heels if a man is shorter than you and he loves you he is going to appreciate your beauty look at kevin in a nico heart baby girl still rocks her heels and she looks damn good kevin ain't got no problems with that kendrick and his wife kendrick's wife is taller than him and he ain't got no problem she still wears heels genie aiko and big sean bro like there's a list man put on your heels stretch your stuff do your catwalk i mean if you are willing to like if you're the one that makes a decision to like stop wearing heels for your man that's different but if he's the one pressuring you to do it oof, wild that's wild that's wild yeah <clears throat> drove 300 miles to pick him up from the airport to then drop him home straight after at the time i wasn't his girl but it's fine he's my man now check who won bitch oh hey power play and a half she dropped him off to another shorty whatever 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 and then now she bagged the man that's a flex and a half that's a oh i i swear to god i'm not that petty but like i would be the kind of babe who drove back to that babe's house and be like excuse me i got him now bitch oh after i dropped him off at your house i i really do that like ooh. Ooh, that one sent chills down my spine. Ugh. I made a box of hot sunshine for his birthday, got lots of hot glue and paint and dollars, and he didn't even want to see me on his birthday. LMAO, never doing the most again for a man. For sure. For sure. Okay, this next one is really low. I, I don't believe in this. Um... I really don't believe in this. I apologized one time. One of my biggest regrets. Never, ever, ever regret saying sorry. Let me tell you something. This stupid mentality, and I'm being very honest here. And if you want to come at me for this, come at me for this. But there's a stupid mentality that goes around with women saying you should never apologize to a man. Let me put that out right now and say that is bullshit. You're basically saying you should never be human to a man never admit that you have been wrong you're basically saying you are perfect you are 100 you are god you are not yeah if a man can fuck up and say he's sorry to you then you if you mess up you say you're sorry if you don't let this dumb thing rip you apart and later on you're gonna be feeling guilty and all that like trying to do something instead of saying sorry saying sorry goes a long way there's a reason we were brought up learning how to say please sorry and thank you certain things so i ain't even gonna touch much on that one that's that's like a trigger for me purposely failed some exams in college because he'd get mad if my score was higher than his cooked cleaned didn't hook up with anyone in the hopes that he'd love me back guy came back to tell me it's been really great being close friends with you i hey hi bo my guy Hey, hey, baby girl was clowned here. That, that, that one, I wouldn't even lie. Baby girl was clowned here. That was a bad one. I used to faithfully cook dinner and bake brownies every week for this man a while back. He moved to Florida and got married less than six months after. Y'all been living together for years. My guy ups one day and says how, oh, you know, um... I gotta move my work my career is taking me to new spaces and so he moves and less than six months later my guy gets married hey <laughs> shorty you were never the woman <laughs> you were the housemate <laughs> okay yo this okay so for those of you that are like into the alcohol industry you know how damn expensive and costly it is to reach out to like an alcohol brand to do a customized bottle for somebody so i feel the pain in this next one I sent this dude a customized cognac bottle, glass, and glass set with all his titles on it and initials for his birthday. 
He popped out with a girlfriend a few months later. Dang. And let me tell you, that one is wild because... Um, that one is really wild because for me... Uh, <laughs> that's like a lot of money. That's, it takes a lot of money to do that, yeah? It takes a lot, a lot of money to do something like that. It's really wild because like, why would you, you know... Why would you, like, play somebody who you... And trust you me, if he's a whiskey guy, if he's a cognac guy, he knows how much that costs. Yeah? And... Yo! Bro, I felt her pain. That's, like, close to literally, like, thousands and thousands of dollars. Like, we're looking at, like, a 2000 Okay. I mean, for cheap, cheap cognacs, it can be, like, a $500 thing. You know, you just buy the bottle and then you pay for the customization. For like the more expensive ones, yo, it can cost a fortune. So like I'm feeling baby girl's pain though. Yo. So let's go into another one that's like some of the craziest things that have pretty much happened to guys and girls in a bedroom. Please feel free to share your experiences also. I've been loving when people tell me, like, their experiences. And it's it's cool. Like, some people have DM'd me. Some people have, like, texted me. Some people have... I think some people have answered questions on Spotify. Maybe, like, one or two people. But, like, if y'all tell me your experiences, I'll keep it anonymous and I'll read them out. Trust me. I'm going to start putting up, like, anonymous question stickers so we can, like, do topics. Like, yo, let me tell you. Hey, some of the stories I'm hearing out here, this is wild. This is really, really wild. This is a, eh, this is really, really, really wild. So craziest things that have happened during sex. And let me tell you, these things are something. These are the two lists my best friend sent me. We're going to go through them and then we're going to do the intimacy talk. Like we're going to talk about what the different, what, like what is intimacy? Because I, I feel like it's very misunderstood in, in particularly the African setting or even like the Kenyan setting. So like, so I'll start. Yeah. <laughs> This girl says, I'll start. I want to ride the dick reverse cowgirl style. And this guy grabs my foot and starts sucking my toes while I'm riding. I was caught off guard and stopped immediately. Yo, I don't know and get what this toe thing is where people like to like suck toes. I don't get it. But like whatever, <laughs> whatever makes you happy, whatever floats your boat. But like, yo, <laughs> Shuddy's like hopping up on you doing her thing and you're like, mm, 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 mm. you know, when you pull the toe out of the mouth, it makes that popping sound then like, and she's like, ooh, and I, ooh, <laughs> that, that must have been like shocking as hell, bruh, bruh. So had sex with my ex in her older brother's bed. She squirted and we left it like that. He came home about two hours later and and laid it and lay in it. We heard him saying, must still be damp from the dryer. Been telling this lady to dry him out properly. Wow. When I find out that it was. Ooh. Let me tell you, if I'm your brother, if I'm your brother, if I'm your I'm coming to whoop you. I don't care. I'm coming to beat you. I'm. Come with a baseball bat, a tennis racket, everything. Hey, I'm bringing Dwayne Johnson and all the wrestlers, John Cena. I'm bringing the Expendables. I'm bringing the Avengers, man. What? My bed. Ah. I'm bringing my African parents, in fact. Ay. My parents are going to change from Kenyan to Nigerian, bro. Hey, real quick. Uh-uh. Hey. <laughs> oh, yo, this one, this one's a bit... <laughs> So my guy says, I'm quite fat. When I was stroking her, I thought it was her ass clapping and it made me happy only to realize it was mine. Yo, yo, let me tell you. I shouldn't be laughing. I shouldn't be laughing. Let me tell you. I don't know what kind of fat you have to be. I'm seeing a picture in my head, yo. I'm seeing for your ass to be clapping. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <clears throat> you gotta be a different type of fat for your ass to be clapping. 
as like Shorty's not even the one is clapping. It's yours. Hey, hey, hey. I'm just imagining my dude is in like, hey, hey. He looks back. Hey, he's like, wait, the sound is coming from behind me. What? The- <laughs> nah, fam. I would stop and walk out of that room <laughs> real quick. Real, real quick. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I. <laughs> <clears throat> I was right. Oh, this one's a little. Uh, so, uh, Shorty says I was riding my ex's dick and it slipped out and banged right into the wrong hole. My body went into shock from the pain. I curled up in the fetal position and started rocking back and forth. He asked me if he should call an ambulance, and I was like, "Nah, give me a second. <laughs> Tell you. As yo, that sounds painful. I've fallen flat on my ass before, like on a field, and that shit hurts. So I can imagine how, like, ooh, like full on penetration. Ooh, uh uh, uh uh. But, like, what are you even gonna tell an ambulance if you call it? Hey, yo, we we was banging, we was doing a thing, and you know, like pulled out and went back in, and it went, didn't go into the right space, you know? (laughs) I'm sure even the paramedics would be shook. They'd be like, who? What kind of stuff is y'all into? My brother came home and I had to sneak homeboy out. So I gave him a Bible and told him to pretend he was a Jehovah's Witness. (laughs) Hey, she was witnessing some things, yo. (laughs) Hey. Hey, okay. So, yo. So this guy says. I was in missionary and my hair was in her face. So flipped it back and she goes, oh, you think you a bad bitch now? <laughs> For men who keep long hair, whether it's dreadlocks, whether it's my white, my Caucasian guys with a really long hair, that'll be wild. I, w- I would immediately get off and be like, we are done for today. Class is out of session. Please go home and study the case study of how to speak to a man in bed because mm-mm, you don't mm, 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 mm. that's that would either be one of my reactions or the second thing is i probably burst out laughing and it would just be like mm. hey. <laughs> oh <clears throat> oh so this shorty says i was doing 69 with my ex he was standing up and so i was the one defying gravity giving head upside down well i got lightheaded and started slipping he caught me and tightened his grip around my waist which pressed on my stomach. It began to hurt, so my reaction was to squeeze my butt cheeks. He smacked them so hard I farted in his mouth. He dropped me and left out the room. To the lady who tweeted this, to the man who reacted, my bro, perfect (laughs) Perfect reaction. Perfect reaction. Hey. Ha. Ay. Perfect reaction, yo. I'm I'm dead. <laughs> Should he hit you with the I hey bro? I'm out. I'm out. Hey. My roommate walks in with her man while I'm getting head. He pulls a cover over his head and keeps going like they wasn't even <laughs> there. Ah uh, yo, that's a proper man. I later on I'd be like, thanks, my G. Thanks for acting right, bro. Like, you know, hey. <clears throat> So I was going down on my girlfriend. We were at her mom's house in the guest room because it was a party and we were all drunk. So, you know, everybody split up. But her her drunk aunt walks in while I'm chin deep and goes, oh, shit. This ain't the right one. Get that shit. Get that shit, though. Sobered up stupid fast. <laughs> Imagine an aunt who's drunk walking in and you and being like, oh, shit, that ain't right. But get it. Get it? You know, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. He doing all, all of that. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know she could squirt, and neither did she. Right when I went for the last hit, that shit went right up my nose. That's not the coke I'm trying to be sniffing. <laughs> Yo, I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm so dead. I'm actually so dead. Oh, my God. Like, um, <clears throat> afternoon officer, how did he die? He, uh, he drowned. Well, ma'am, you don't seem to have a swimming pool. 
So I'm assuming maybe you guys were someone you brought him back home. Uh, no, um, so um, uh, he he drowned from like, you know, eating me out. Like, yeah, it happened. <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am. Did you say he drowned from eating you out? Would you like to explain that a little bit further? So I didn't know I could squirt, and I squirted up his nose, and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, cause of write down cause of death as pussification, squirtification." <laughs> I would die. I would die. I would die. Yo, we were high as fuck, and we were doing it from the back. And mid-stroke, he stops, still inside me, and goes, "Bruh." Whataburger would hit right now. I look back like, what? To give me a very vital piece of information, I pulled her tampon out with my, with my teeth. Imagine going face deep in a shorty, her thighs up on your neck and stuff. And, hey, she doesn't say anything and her tampon gets stuck and you're like, oh, there's something in my teeth. Bruh. Bruh, immediately, no. Nope. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Mm-mm. 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 The cops knocked on my door when the neighbors called about a woman screaming her head off in my apartment. My girlfriend had to tell them she was fine. In fact, she said she was more than fine. Ayo, he was doing a thing. <clears throat> big ups, my guy. Big ups. Mid-stroke, my wig fell. He grabbed it, threw it across the room, and kept going. My hair wasn't even combed underneath. Hashtag the embarrassment. Eh. Eh. I'd be dead. I told my ex to slap it, meaning my ass, of course, and I guess he was holding a titty. He thought that's what I meant, and he slapped my chest a couple of times. Shorty, I need to know. Like, y'all tell me, do you? <laughs> hey, ye, ye, ye. At the house around 1 a.m. having sex, and then we hear the bedroom door open, and mommy? She gets up fast as hell and walks him back to his room. After she comes back, we're watching TV and the boy screams from his room, Mommy, yes, I miss daddy. <laughs> hey, the kid was like, Nah, you ain't getting some while I'm sleeping. Uh uh. You ain't getting some from this man again if he's making you that. Mm mm. Mm mm. Mm mm. Mm mm. Mm mm. We went back to her house and we were down doing a deed. Mid coitus, the dog walks in and threw up in the bed. That dog is mad disrespectful, yo. That dog, <laughs> that dog was like, if I ain't getting none, you ain't getting none. Female or male, that dog was like, nah, I ain't getting none, you ain't getting none. Wait. My ex was going down on me. I reached down to ruffle his hair and poked him right in the eye. I had long acrylics on. Ooh. Hey. Yo, let me tell you. Right there, you stop and call the ambulance. I was having sex on my first love's kitchen table. His mom's car pulled up, so we got up and got dressed. She proceeded to come in with a box of pizza and his two little sisters. We all sat down at the same damn table and ate the... <laughs> I would die. I would actually die. I would actually, actually die. Hey. Oh my gosh, ouch. So, our nipple rings got stuck to each other in the middle of it, and we couldn't unhook them. We had to call the homie downstairs to come up and help. After we figured out how to make it to the front door to let him in, we had a six, I wanted a six inch or six foot? Six inch, was a six inch height difference. Did I mention being in dorm-like apartments? Oh my gosh, that is that is embarrassing. That's very, mm, 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 mm. 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 <laughs> I was giving him head and I told him I want him to come in my mouth, right? My guy has no 
post not reaction pre not reaction sorry gosh said post pre not gosh pre not reaction anyway he came in my eye hurt like hell that shit was hot and came out like a jet yeah <laughs> i was riding him after a night of drinking and i stop and look him in the eyes and he's like what's going on and i say I think I'm going to throw up. He was up so fast and he came back with a trash can and goes, yeah, I think we're done with that. <laughs> Yo, I, I'd be like, we're done. No, it's not even I think. No, I know we're done. We're done. We're done. Okay, we're done. Like, let me hear you say it with me. We're done. We're not doing this again. Not, not until you're sober. That would be me. That would really be me. But, like, speaking on the matters of sex, you know, like, <clears throat> sex is a very, very, very intimate thing. And I feel like a lot of people, like, we, we, we laugh it off. We, we get so light about it. You know, there's these days we have, like, crazy wild hookup culture. We have so much going, you know. Like, you get me? There's so much going on at the same time that for us it's just, like, this is it. Like, you know. <clears throat> so, looking at, <clears throat> sorry, guys, I have a little bit of a cold. Looking at the definition of, like, what is sex? What is intimacy? You know, I believe, for me, my personal experience, every time I've been talking to somebody or been interacting with somebody and I've used the words, I'd like to get intimate with you, it's ended up blowing up in my face because a lot of people immediately think, oh, you trying to fuck? Oh, you trying to smash? Oh, you trying to just hit it and run, you know? Or you just trying to be sexual, you know? But I keep telling people, like, I don't have to break down for you what intimacy is. I don't have to tell you I'd like to be mentally intimate with you. I don't have to tell you I'd like to be emotionally intimate with you. You know, I don't have to, like, break it down and say I'd like to be physically intimate. <clears throat> if you think about it in the sense of the actual definition of the word intimacy, yeah? According to the definition, it's close familiarity or friendship. A cozy, private or deeply relaxed atmosphere, a sense of belonging and depth that is beyond. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. A sense of belonging and depth that goes beyond regular connection. See, like that's like de depth. That's what I'm talking about. That depth, you know. When you get that feeling of being home with somebody, like this is my person. This is my person, person. You know that type of thing. Like that's what. Oof. So in any given relationship, there's four main types of intimacy. Intimacy can be broken down basically into four categories. There is overall intimacy where you've achieved all four levels, like wholly or to some extent. But like the four basic levels of, well, I'm going to say there's five. Because for me, I feel like the fifth one is also very important. Well, six. Let's say six. Here's why. There's emotional intimacy. How vulnerable are you with me, with me, with how you're feeling? How open are you to communicate about how we're feeling? How much do you trust me with your feelings? How much do I trust you with what I'm feeling, what I'm going through? Am I able to sit down and be like, you know, I'm, I've been dealing with this. I've been feeling this. I've been going through this. So, you know, all of that. Am I able to have that vulnerability? Even for me as a man, if I need to cry and break down, am I able to cry in front of you? As much as I'm keeping a strong front to the rest of the world, do I trust you enough with my emotions to be fully you know, like, have a breakdown in front of you, you know? Or am I still going to be the guy who's just like, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'll be fine, you know? Um, to be honest, for me, um, I do struggle with emotional intimacy because I've had my emotions shitted on a lot, like, in the past. Um, by my parents, by other people in the family, by, so, by friends, by people I trusted, you know? I've had so, like, so much... People have shit on my emotions so much, on me showing emotions. So for so long, I've been so guarded and I've built up such a rough and tough exterior, which is a bad thing. People say it's a good thing because you're like, hey, hey, like you're like a man, man, you know, like you don't cry, you don't. But like at the end of the day, it's not the best because people feel like you miss out on connections because people feel, oh, you know, you're heartless or you're. You're not giving me that kind of like respect. You're, you don't trust me with your feelings, your emotions. You're not like 
hollering at me. Does that make sense? Like, you're just, you're not going to talk to me. You're not going to open up. So, like, why am I putting my time into this, you know? Um, so I get it. I get why that would be an issue, you know. Uh, so that's personally for me, emotional intimacy has been an issue at like with stages of my life. But over time, I've come to start learning to soften up and actually like open up. Um, and then, of course, there's your physical intimacy. Are you able to be? Are you guys able to connect now? Here's why I say physical is important, because physical is more than sex. Physical intimacy is, are we able to be in each other's spaces? Are we able to just hold each other? Just like hold hands, just touch each other, sit in each other and sit with each other. You know, like, can we just hold each other and chill? Can we, does that give you a feeling of safety without thinking, oh, you know, I'm about to fuck the brains out of you or whatever. But like, can it just be? We're sitting and just holding each other, you know, that type of thing like that. Those That's beautiful, man. That's like, hey, let me tell you, I've had that with, I think, one person. Uh, OK, wait, maybe maybe more than one. I've just thought about it. Maybe more than one person. But like I've had that with I, I can probably say two two people only. And that sense of feeling safe in somebody's arms, feeling like you belong boils back to emotional that's what i'm saying all of them tying to each other to eventually make up this whole big spectrum and it's beautiful and then there's mental intimacy do i trust you with my thoughts do i trust you with my ideas do i trust you with my feet my senses do i trust you with what i want to do my goals my achievements my you know all of that like mental intimacy can we think on the same spectrum can we think alike without even having to speak, you know, sometimes you can look at each other and you're thinking the same thing. You're like, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, like you get each other. So you kind of start, that's how, that's why I say relationships are kind of about becoming one, you know? So, and then there's spiritual intimacy. Um, this doesn't necessarily mean you have to belong to the same set of spirituality, so to speak. Um, but like how well do you guys merge what you believe in together? Like how do you support each other and all of that? Now, the other two are personal ones that I kind of believe in. And for me, from from spiritual, I'd go to um, psychological. Now, psychological inti- intimacy is, a, is kind of a new one, kind of based on how real things like mental illness and all are becoming. Because how well do I trust you to be vulnerable in my psychological downfalls or come ups? When I'm having an emotional breakdown, when I'm having an anxiety attack, when I'm having a depressive streak, are you the one I'm calling or am I trying to handle this thing alone? Are we in this together? Are you there for me? Can you see the signs and symptoms of it coming? Can we work through it together? You know, so that's all I'd want, you know. Um, And then from psychological. I would say there's also relational intimacy now. This one is a little bit of a, how do I put it? It's a little bit of a catch-22 because relational intimacy comes entirely based off of the fact that do we have, do we understand that each of us has relationships outside of each other? And in trying to be one together, yes, there will be a lot of crossing overs where friends start to mix and all of that but like at the end of the day relation your relationships are your relationships my relationships are my relationships yes when we become one they are our relationships do we respect each other's enough to talk about those things and like what are the boundaries and guidelines sometimes people overstep these boundaries and guidelines and ends up becoming a thing relational intimacy boils down to even things like family you know how well do you relate with my family do you understand that I would want you to get to know them on your own terms. Yes, respect my situation with my family, but like whether it's good or bad, but like you also need to get to know them, respect them because they're the reason I am who I am today. Like that intimacy is, it's a whole different level, you know? And hey, let me tell you guys, please focus on building intimacy. Above all, focus on building that intimacy to a point where you know a person like the back of your hand, you feel what they feel. You think the way they think. You understand them. You can look at them and tell when they're comfortable or not. You can look at them and tell, okay, my guy's about to come rip me up. My shorty's about to come rip me up. You know, like 
okay, I know you're having a, like you can feel when someone's having a bad day. That's that what I'm talking about. You know, I like emotional connection. You can feel you're having a bad day. Let me get you your favorite food and let me just come chill with you for the day, the rest of the day, the night, whatever. That's that. That's that old school type of love. Leave this new thing for what are you bringing to the table? How much money? Are you willing to buy me this? Are you willing to spend on me? Are you willing to... Let me tell you guys, money is not everything. Money is not everything. Are you... Practical example, look at how the Kenyan shilling is crashing. Imagine your guy has been a millionaire for how many years? Now the Kenyan shilling crashes. He's still a millionaire, but out there he's nobody. And you are so fixated on the money... You're going to leave him. This guy loves you. Like, hey, let me tell you. I have close to no respect for people that focus on the financial aspect of a relationship. Because if you understand that love can build someone, you can build, like, y'all can build something together. Look at people like Kendrick, who've been with their girl since back in the day. Like, since broke. Look at couples that have done that. Michelle and Barack. Look at people who have done it. Like, they've successfully done it. That is what you should be aspiring to do. Get with someone, love them, trust them through the process. Like, are you going to be there for them through the good, the bad, the ugly? Most people today want to be there for the good. They don't care about the bad and the ugly. When you go broke, when you lose your job, they're going to dip because, A, the level of life we were at before is not a level that I want to come down from. I'm not trying to be seen with you when we were eating at um, Ibis, when we were going out for dinners at Ibis, Tribe, Hero, all these fancy restaurants. Now you're trying to take me to Mama Shiko's on the corner or even something as small as like, you're trying to take me to Chicken Inn? Bruh, me? People really be saying stuff like that. Like, you're trying to take me to Chicken Inn. Me. And it's like, I have one question for anybody out there. And this is that question. One thing. If a guy takes you on a date to a restaurant, I always say, make sure you can pay for your meal twice. Because should anything go wrong, even for girls, if you're taking a guy out, <clears throat> like, should anything go wrong, are you able to cover that bill before you leave? A lot of people do not understand the concept of respect. Now, let me explain why I say that. I've lived in the West, yeah? And in the West, a lot of the time when someone gets mad, like, if, like, a guy's like, oh, can we split the bill or whatever, or something goes wrong, the lady will pay the bill, but they will have a follow-up conversation, or if the lady says she's taking a guy out and something goes wrong, he'll pay the bill, but they will have a follow-up conversation. And we were talking about this with my best friend, yeah? And um, Sammy is my ride or die. Like, for the people that know about my relationship with Sammy, Sammy is my ride or die. Um, she's made her money. She's, at, at her age, she's, um, I don't want to say multi, but, like, she's she's well into the millions, you know? Um, And when she came back to Kenya, the one thing she told me is, Wata, you and I have been friends for so long. I never want you to worry about money around me, yeah? If I tell you we're going somewhere, I will cover it. If I tell you we're doing something, I will cover it. If I get you out of the house, I will cover it. If you invite me somewhere and I want to do something extra, I will cover it. Don't you worry about it, you know? If you invite me somewhere and you tell me this is what I'm spending and I want to, and I feel like we can do more, I will cover it. I want you to experience and enjoy life the way that like life is meant to be lived. Sammy will call me and be like, yo, babes, I'm going to Diani for the weekend. Do you want to go? I'm like, uh, I don't have that kind of money right now. She'll be like, no, it's okay, let's go, you know. And it's th that's my best friend, you know. That's like someone I can talk to and I trust in my life. And we were talking about this the other day, and she was saying the only reason um, she's with the person she's with right now is because he loved her when she when she left the industry when she did what before like before she got her money he was there he supported he helped build her up and now she's the one who's in a place where she can hand help him with things handle some things support some things and she's like you know what i would never leave that man because when he lost his job when when, when she lost her job he was there for her 150 percent he was making calls with her every day. Yo, let's try to find you some work. You know, let's get you back on your feet. Now, he's the one who left work to build his own thing. And she's been so supportive. She's the one calling some of her previous connections, being like, yo, I know somebody who'd be a good fit for this. She's getting married next year, sometime early next year. And let me tell you, 
I couldn't be more proud of the woman Sammy has become. Like, I've watched this girl grow, and she's such an amazing person today. You know? So, you see, things like that. People that look beyond the money. For me, yeah, okay, it's good to have money. But, like, at the end of the day, if what matters is the relationship, the interaction. This is somebody whose family is very, very, very well off. She made her own money. And she's doing extremely well. For somebody to be her age, owning property in Kenya, owning properties around the world, and making the kind of money she makes, it's quite, okay, quite rare sometimes, but also quite normal for people who've grown up in the West. However, for her to tell you something like, if you were to take her on a date, and you tried to impress her, Sammy is a very strong empath. She would be able to tell from the get-go, like, you're going, you're breaking your bank to prove a point to me, to prove you can take me, you can give me a certain level of life, yeah, or a certain thing. Why would you do that when all you could do is do something fun and affordable or take me to a nice restaurant that's affordable and we build a connection rather than take me to a fancy restaurant where you're already processing in your head, oh my gosh, how many bills do I have to cut down on this month because of this, you know? She literally keeps telling me, for me, it's about the connection. For me, it's about the connection. For me, it's about the connection. There's a time she told me one thing. I'd rather be way more intimate with a person who has, who's not balling, who's struggling to make their money, but they're still going out of their way to make time to do little things, you know, get takeout and we eat together and watch a movie or whatever. That would give me way more than the guy who's trying to take me out for dinner and spend 20, 30, 10K on me. Does not make sense. Because he's going to take me to those fancy restaurants. But he's going to... Even if he has the money, he's probably going to be feeling like, okay, ain't nobody going to touch me. You know? So... Yeah. In conclusion, intimacy... Yeah. It's it's wild. And intimacy is not just like purely romantic relationship based. It's also entirely based on... Uh, what's it called? Platonic friendships. The... For example, the intimacy that exists between Sammy and I, even her man who she's getting married to is so comfortable with it because he knows like how close we are and all the stuff we've gone through. You know, like that's my ride or die. Till the day I die, Sammy and I will be boys. And that's an oath we've made. We've sealed it in so many promises that like for her man to even come and tell me, I respect your opinion. And for even, like, Sammy, for me to be one of the first people that met him, like, yo, this is who I'm dating. And, and, you know, like, even when he left, she was like, what do you think? This is the guy I want to spend the rest of my life with. After she told me he even proposed, I was like, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. You know, like, I, I see how he looks at you. This is not a man who's trying to take advantage of you or anything. It's a man who genuinely loves you. Like, it's beautiful, you know. And for him to look at me and tell me like I respect and value your opinion so much and I respect and value the relationship you guys have and I never want to come in between that that's a beautiful thing for somebody to tell somebody's best friend because that means that like for them they're never going to come and say hey yo nah cut that shit like y'all are doing too much nah this is somebody who's saying I know y'all have a past and I know y'all have a future I'm not going to come between that but I'm in the life now. How do you feel about us getting to know each other also? And I was like, say less. Me and him are now boys. Like, we're tight, bro. We, we talk all the time. He'll tell me when he wants to do stuff and all that. And that's the beautiful thing about, like, open communication relationships. You know, like, speak, talk. Let somebody know, I have a best friend. This is how far we've come. This is what we've done. You know, all of that. So, shout out to you, Sam. Hey, you've, 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 had, you've been my back. <laughs> sticks <laughs> yeah um so yeah guys just focus on building your intimacy focus on building your relationship focus on building your exact little situation it's gonna work way better for you and um at the end of the day it's gonna it's gonna be the thing that makes you happy so focus on what makes you happy don't worry about everything else just focus on building something that to last and that will make you happy that's the best advice i can give you um it's been a fun episode it's been fun it's been deep it's been all across the board at the end of the day you know it's about keeping it vibey it's about keeping it wavy it's about keeping it fun light and also having some of the hard and deep conversations so yeah let's catch up on friday with friday's episode i'm not gonna tell you who the guests might be or who they are 
However, you will find out for yourself. That being said, let us wind it down. I hope you guys have a fantastic and amazing week that is topped with vibes. And Kamakawa Kamadawa, as always, keep your days topped with vibes because vibes are the one thing that gets us through our days. And as always, it's been your host, Wata, just Wata, just flow with me. Flow with your week and have a fantastic week topped with vibes. Catch me next time.